Mr. Fix-It on Midlands Today with Bright Ideas Lighting, Talbot Avenue Athlone with a large selection of reading lamps plus more included in our November in-store event, brightideas.ie. A rather cynical lady says the quarter of men claiming they do the majority of housework are probably all living alone. (laughs) That is very cynical. Cynical Sarah, that's what your name is from now on. Even though it's Hilda. (laughs) Will, over the radiator in the hallway, there seem to be a lot of black marks that don't wash off. Somebody said to me it could be a sign of carbon monoxide in the air. But somebody says a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> somebody said, yeah. No, it's not carbon. No. Sometimes if you have a carbon monoxide problem, um, you can get deposits of black kind of soot around the place. Mm. A but carbon monoxide alarm is the best it, policy. Uh, you should all, if you have any appliance in your house that burns any fuel, any fuel. So pellet, oil, gas, solid fuel. If you have any appliance, a stove, an open fire, whatever, you should always have one. But I think in this case, it's in the hallway, uh, this caller says. So the the likelihood of having um, an appliance in your hallway is slim. But loads of people would have, if you would have come across this before, it happens a lot in areas with a lot of movement of people. So it happens in churches and halls and hotels and restaurants and so on just over the radiator on the wall particularly if the wall is slightly coarse so sometimes in churches instead of having a super smooth finish they'll have I don't know why but they'll have a napped finish so a napped finish is a very it's a bubbly kind of finish for want of a better description it's not like dashing it's not as coarse but it is rougher than just plain plaster but it can it can also deposit on, on plaster um, or on a painted plaster surface and it's something to do with the deionization of the dust particles they deposit on the wall and you just can't wash them off you can scrub and weigh and it'll it'll reduce it but it won't wash it so you will have to repaint um, I would always say in this in in a case like this you are better to get a small tin of water-based primer to kill the stain. It'll mean when you paint now, you'll do one coat of the primer and get your primer tinted to the same colour as the paint. So if it's, you know, pastel pink on the wall, get your tin of pastel pink from your hardware or paint shop or whatever, but ask for a small tin, like a 500ml tin of pastel pink primer, water-based, and then you'll cover that black with one coat of paint and then you can paint the room in the normal way. Alrighty. If you're going to wash, by the way, anything you're going to wash walls like that, um, sugar soap or Actually, I wonder what the crook cutter break it down with. Um, sugar soap uh, and and give a good scrub. Uh, and then you might need to use the primer if you can get rid of most of it. But always very important. We've had a few cases recently where people have washed the wall with sugar soap, but then not washed it off. So sugar soap is a detergent. And detergents, you know, if you get a detergent in your hand, they're greasy kind of oily uh, products. And if you don't wash them all off, the paint finds it very hard to stick to it. So it's really important when you wash a wall, for whatever reason, with a detergent, it's very important that you wash off the detergent with plain hot water afterwards. Johnny K. Could be a rapper, couldn't he? Johnny Johnny K. K. Johnny K. Johnny Kelly as a rapper. No, that doesn't work. (laughs) Anyway, he says, the legs on his kitchen chairs have become loose over time and he has tried to glue them without success he doesn't want to go out and buy a new set. Oh, doesn't yeah. have the budget. 
So is there a better way to solve this? Well, there's probably two things. The, the problem with gluing a chair legs or, or the back back into place is that glue takes a long time to set. So if you were to bring those to a furniture workshop and ask for it to be done, they would have what's known as sash clamps, big, big, big clamps that you would tighten together and that would keep the the chair together while the glue was setting. So in this particular case, you don't, or Johnny K doesn't have sash clamps. So what he's going to do is, well, first is get a good glue, uh, be it an ordinary wood glue, or if you want a very strong glue, get a two-pack glue. So a two-pack glue is two types of different glue that you mix together. And when you mix them together, they become incredibly strong. Now, I mean, unbelievably strong. Um, I would reference the fact that I have, in inverted commas, a favorite mug. And the, the, I, the mug broke and I glued it together with two-pack glue. And two years later, going in and out of the dishwasher every day, it's still fine. Mm. So it's very, very tough. Um, and you don't need much of it. But So it's either two-pack glue or a good wood glue. But the real secret here is to tie the chair together and make a tourniquet. So what you're going to do is you're going to get some cord or rope and you're going to put in the glue and then you're going to pull the rope as tight as you can and then you're going to put in a pen or a screwdriver or something and you're going to twist the cord until it cannot go any tighter. And then tie the screwdriver or the pen to stop it spinning back. And, or cable tie it or whatever. But that puts on the pressure that keeps the chair in the position that it should be in while the glue is setting. And that makes an enormous difference. Because when you put in the glue and you pull it tight together, over the space of a few minutes, the leg will usually separate back out again. And then it's not properly glued into place. So that's half the secret. The other thing is to say is, if you've used glue in the past, you need to clear out all that old glue before you start. Because the, the glue, you have to be uh, gluing timber to timber, not timber to old glue, and then the old glue could separate mm. away again. Mm. So that's, that's also important. Clear out the, all the old glue and, and have it nice and clean. A bit of sandpaper in the, in the little hole, a little bit of sandpaper wrapped around a screwdriver, and then a, a bit of sandpaper and just clean the end that's going into the hole. Joe the plumber has been in touch. Oh, great. And he says, Johnny K should use Gorilla Glue. Leave it overnight. Unbelievably good stuff. Yeah, Gorilla Glue is an excellent glue. Remember... It works slightly better if the timber or the thing is slightly damp. So you can brush a little bit of water on. Just remember that it foams up after you uh, use it. So if it's in, if the, the if it's legs going into the bottom of the chair, that won't be visible. That, so it'll be fine. But just be very careful about using it where the joint might be visible afterwards because it's a great, great glue, but it can leave a little bit of foaming that dries hard that can be hard to remove afterwards. So just use it with care. 10 to 11. More questions next. Mr. Fix-It on Midlands 183 with Bright Ideas Lighting, Talbot Avenue Athlone. Official stockists of Laura Ashley Lighting and Mirrors. See our dedicated Laura Ashley Boutique in store. Brightideas.ie Brian Clunan is here from Clunan's Hardware. And our next caller is Jer, who asks, why is it so hard to find anaglypta for sale these days? Anaglypta? <laughs> anaglypta. Anaglypta wallpaper. Just for one minute there, I was saying, who's anaglypta? Anaglypta is a wallpaper. It's a, it's a, I love it, I have to say. It's a textured wallpaper. So in, in 
old houses. Do you ever go into a an old house and they'd have a dado rail, which is the timber rail, you know, a three foot up or whatever. And then below that, they'd have an embossed patterned effect, which is basically a white paper that they put on the wall and then paint over it. And they very often paint it over it with a satin paint. I have to Google it now. So you, the beauty of it is it's used, it's still used in bathrooms and it's, it's, it's a, look, it's a very old fashioned look, but if you have an old style house, it really suits it. Oh, yeah. And mm. by painting the anaglypta, and it was very often done in a very dark colour. So the idea would be that if you had, say, a hall and uh, you wanted to, the wall got a lot of use, you would put on the anaglypta paper and then you would paint over it with a dark satin paint and now you had a really, really tough finish that was textured and had a pattern and it looked really well, but it was also as tough as nails. So because it was a satin paint, you know, you could scrub it, it didn't get dirty easily and it lasted for years and years and years. Now, the only downside of it, the only downside is that if you ever decide to remove it, so people that have bought houses that they've decided, I don't like that, that effect, and they go to remove it. And of course, historically now, it has 12 coats of paint on it mm. over the last 30 years. And it's difficult to get off afterwards. So that's the only downside. But it does look absolutely so. I think it looks super. People will hate it. It's, it's fussy. The patterns tend to be quite detailed and ornate and fussy. And therefore, if you're into your minimalistic, modern look, it's certainly an adlipter is not for you. It's it's quite detailed. Well, let's find out where it's for sale and ask yes, the so listeners of Midlands 103 because yeah, it is just harder to get than it used to be. Yeah, because it's not in vogue at the moment. So, But I would say to you, a lot of wallpaper shops can probably order it for you. You need mm. to work out what you need and I, I would imagine they can order it for you. Um, yeah. Peter says he has large trees quite close to the house. And because of them, blocked gutters are an ongoing problem. Now, I am able to clean them myself, but it is a fairly manky job. It's very smelly. It's horrible. It's horrible. Apparently, Brian has recommended something in the past to stop this happening. Yeah. What have we we talked about in the past? Your hairy molly. (laughs) My hairy molly. It's not my hairy molly. Thank heaven. Um... Yeah, Harry Molly, Hedgehog, there's a whole range of different brands available. They're absolutely brilliant. It's not expensive. It's a, a lo- It's a four metre long bottle brush and you'll get it in builders providers and hardware shops all over the place. You just pop it in. It's the biggest job. It's just cleaning out the gutter before you put it in because once you put it in then the gutter stays clean for a long, long time because any leaves just sit on the surface. So if you can imagine a bottle brush the, the, the long bit that goes in the middle of the bottle brush is stainless steel, so that'll last forever. The bristles are nylon, so they'll last, you know, more or less forever. And you just pop it in and the leaves now, instead of going into the gutter, sit on top of this and then one bit of wind and they blow off. And look, you'll take them out once in a blue moon. It depends on the deposit. Sometimes you get very fine stuff you know, like soil, if you like, on the roof, washing off and going down into it. But certainly the cleaning job will be infinitely easier because you just take out the whole hairy molly. You just take remove the whole thing and put it in the ground and hose it off or power wash it off and put it back in again. It's, it's brilliant, I have to say. 
That's it, Brian. Time's up. Thanks, Will. We'll chat again next Wednesday, 20 past 10. Midlands Today's Mr. Fix-It in association with Bright Ideas Lighting. Talbot Avenue Athlone. Your destination for LED bulbs, bespoke lighting for vaulted ceilings and kitchen lighting. Bright Ideas.